You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, Jason. Hi, Samantha Dawn Titsolo. Welcome, everybody, to Survival Jobs, a podcast brought to you by... Broadway World. <laughs> exactly. Jason, I can't believe it basically july wild Isn't right that the last, crazy the last day of pride month even though we celebrate pride year round in these blocks hey. but the official hey. it's actually hey. funny because bridgeport actually has their pride in in july which i oh, think really? is really cool yeah because they want to like they, they're like why should everything just be in one month right when like you should be prideful all year round so totally you know, yeah. it's funny, I actually just met these people, so I'm going to talk about, I saw th- this amazing concert with Shoshana being so intimate, and I'll talk about it in a little bit, but uh, the concert, um, Ben and I, I hate what I talk about Ben, because he never listens, um, <laughs> but Ben and I went to this concert, we met these these guys from Orlando, and one mm-hmm. of the guys was like on the board of Orlando Pride, and it's not until November. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, pride all year round, baby. I think a couple other places do that too. Like they spread it out, right? Because like, why have everything in one month? Which is, yeah. I mean, it's a fun month, right? But it's like be prideful year round. Yeah. Especially in Florida, so, when it's like you need it year round over there. Yikes! <laughs> yikes! 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 Which is a good transition into. I feel like this oh. is a common thing. We're always talking about the state of our 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 country, of our world, and yeah. The Supreme Court failed this country. Yeah, this one really hurt me. Mm. Obviously, as as most people, it did. Uh, I just am like a little speechless and sad and scared. I'm so scared for everyone, not just women, for every single person. I'm yeah. scared for the people who also don't think it's a big deal. Also, like, who are you? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't think I'm saying anything right now because I'm just so unbelievably mind blown by it. And you know, when the rumors, rumors, there weren't rumors because here we are, but like (laughs) when the news first broke that this was even on the table, I was like, no way. Like, that's not real. That's like the news, fake news. Like, because I got brainwashed by everyone saying fake news. I'm like, there's no way that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, I know. And it I, happened. It happened. I mean. It happened. Yeah. I don't know how we're, how people are okay with going backwards, you know? And I think, I think this is not just a female problem, even though of course it is. I'm not trying to like take away from how big of an issue it is, but I think it's a start, right? I think allowing this to happen is setting precedent for other rights to be taken away. So I think, and I keep saying it this whole time, is like people have to pay attention because like this, they've been working on this for years, right? And it finally has happened. You know, this is 50 years in the making. It got ramped up with the last failure of a president. But like they've been working on this crap for for, for really decades and it happened. And I, I was a little bit naive too. I was like, Democrats will figure it out and they'll stop this. And here we are. So, um, you know, I saw something, in, I saw an interesting <laughs> video that Laverne Cox posted. If everyone yeah. goes and looks at her Instagram, she posted this video of these girls at a, at a protest 
saying like as soon as this decision was made these girls got texts from biden like people saying like donate to our campaign now like we'll fix this and they're like no like what do you you've had the democratic party every party have had so much time to turn this into a law and you haven't so no i'm not donating to your campaign this is not political this is not about the election yes it's important to vote yes everyone should vote but this is so far past that it's 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 politics in general that's like we're people we're we're humans we're trying to live like no we're not donating to your campaign you haven't done anything you could have done something as a party all these years to make this not happen and you didn't so that will bring me to my transition to say like donate not to politicians at this time donate to organizations you know i've been reading a lot of uh articles saying like don't donate to planned parenthood like they're good they have funding donate to like your local clinics aoc posted um something interesting sending everyone to aoc's instagram as well isn't it silly (laughs) that i'm like sending everyone to instagram because that's where we function as people yeah yeah our generation yes yes plantypills.org is Mm -hmm. uh, a way for women in these states that are banning abortion to still have access um and this pill you can go into the doctor after you take this pill and say you're having a miscarriage and there's no way for them to tell that it's not and then you can get the medical help um that you need so i don't know i mean i feel like i'm not making sense because i'm just so no you're you're making numb i'm so numb to this and i'm so sad and like yes I will be fine because I'm, I live in New York and Connecticut and, and all these blue states surrounding us. So like, yes, me, most of my friends, like, hopefully, you know, let's not like say that because who knows what's going to happen, but like, but I don't care if I'm fine. Like, that doesn't matter. Like I said to my mom, I said, how are we the United States of America if we're not united? If we're not all well, doing the same thing, if we're not all giving the same rights. So it doesn't matter that yeah. like, oh, New York is fine. Like we're going to be fine. No, it doesn't. Because are we the United States? Like are we each going to, are the states going to now act as their own countries with their own rights and their own laws? It makes no sense. What is happening? Yeah. Well, I mean, and I think this, the, the, the most, uh, I agree with everything you said, cosign everything you just said, preaching um preacher Titsilo over there preacher sammy toots <laughs> <laughs> pastor sammy toots but um i just wanted to also add in that um crap i think i lost it because i made a joke and now i lost it crap it's okay no that's all right um no but i mean yes we're gonna be fine because we live in these blue states right but the thing is if republicans win and if we're, we're trying to get to a, to a political podcast i listen to a lot of political podcasts so i, I like this is like my jam but um, <laughs> you know, if they win, right? If they if they somehow take over the House and the Senate, they can make they can actually do what the Democrats didn't do and actually make a law that's federally bans abortion. So we might not be fine. You know, that's right. the scary thing. That's the scary right. thing that can happen. Right. And and we're living in this time where like you know the, this country. I don't understand, and I don't want to go too much into it because this is not a political podcast. Right. I'm gonna talk about this, Shana Bean soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this country was founded on a separation of church and state and they're passing all these laws that are dictating what catholic churches want right and it's it's mind-blowing it's like if you go back you always want to go back to you you'll talk about like make america great again and you're going back to the past but like the foundation of this country was built on separation of church and state so like why do your religion get to dictate my life why why do why do we have that prayer in school which you just passed right which are like teachers can pray in classes and you can, um, and why does New York have to have um, open carry, uh, not open carry, but you can carry weapons now. You can carry guns now. Like, it's, it's insane. We're going to this crazy, and I don't like to use that word, but it's a place that we should all be worried about. And we all need to really pay attention, y'all. Like, stuff is happening, and they're doing it legally, and they're doing it right in front of us, right? Because they're going by the laws, but the people who are making the laws are these freaking Republican judges that were all passed a lot of them were passed during the last administration so pay attention and it's scary it's very scary i i was crying on friday i could not believe that i woke up so happy it was a great day 
And then 10.30 when that news dropped, I was like, wow. I had to go to a wedding. I had to pretend I didn't know so I could yeah. be present for one of my good friends on her wedding day. Everyone was like, do not tell her because she was off her phone because she was being present. Do not tell her. And we didn't because you know what? We couldn't. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. It's hard. Anyway. That was T's birthday too. Our our oh, friend no. T's happy our belated birthday, T Ashley. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's T Ashley. Ashley. I think episode six. Mm-hmm. That I was her know. birthday. Um, yeah, wild. And so, I, I had also a link I want to share before we transition. Yes, it was go abortion, ahead, abortionfunds.org. They have um a listing of a state by state of where you can if you want to donate to local organizations like Samantha was saying you can find local organizations in your state or if you wanna you know if you if you live in a bluer state and you want to donate to a red state to help people there because you know like you were saying we're gonna be fine in these states but like people in in these other states that are red who are made up of like you know black black and brown women and female identifying women aren't always going to be safe. They're the most affected by this shit. So if you can donate to other communities as well, that's great too. Yeah. And keep, and we got to stay strong, y'all. I know it's like, it's sad and we got to be vigilant and pay attention, but you know, there is an, an act of joy is also resistance. So let's remember that as well. Talking about me being preacher Tetzlo, we got preacher Coombs over there. As well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I just listen to a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's hard and it's sad, and we could talk about this for an hour and a half. But we can talk about this for days. What survive a job after dark? Yeah. Ooh, we should do it. Uh, a series. Um, you know, I think what we turn to a lot and what saves us a lot is art, and so we're grateful for this podcast and artists and that we can talk to artists and talk about performing and passion. And, and today we have a great guest, but before we talk about our guests, I want to give a huge shout out to Shoshana Bean, who is doing a small residency at Pebble Bar, which is in 30 Rock. Uh, You guys should look it up. It's really cool. I think Pete Davidson owns it or is like an investor in it. It was super cool. So talking about Ben again, he's such a Shoshana Bean fan and when she announced this residency, he like got tickets right away. When I tell you we were like in Shoshana Bean's living room, there were 35 people. It was like couches. It was super small and intimate. And she is such a force. And her voice is so buttery and velvety. And she just did eight shows a week at the Cape to her living room, I'm calling it, because it was so small and intimate. And just yeah. sang and riffed and sang and belted. And it was so beautiful to sit there with her and just forget what's going on and and listen to her voice and billy crystal was right there as well and i was like hey billy crystal like amazing. you know because they're in the they're mr saturday night together so yeah shout out to shoshana I, I would tell y'all her. sorry oh my god i love her i would Can tell I y'all really to get tickets, but it's fully sold out yes tell oh, of course it's sold out 30 it's fully seats. sold out 30 years. um i love her i love shoshana bean she was in a um a production of godspell that me and my friends had the cd and we killed it she sang oh bless the lord my soul we played it every day like we would drive around in the car singing it. anyway long story short i got my first car when i was 18 and it was this big green like dodge intrepid but i named it after shoshana because she was in wicked at the time as alpha bus so it was like a big green car and she's a big she was like no it's not, not that she's big in size i mean like her voice that's is so big. good so my car my first car was shoshana after shoshana being Shout out to Shoshana Bean and shout out to your first car. Yeah. I also yeah. saw her as Alba and didn't even know like I was being so blessed at the time because I was 12. Oh, I <laughs> or see whatever her, how old I was. She's a force, like you said. She has one of the best voices. I just I saw her in Songs for New World before the pandemic. You oh did. Oh my goodness. So blessed. Blessed. I was blessed. And, and Michael Kilgore too, wasn't it? So oof. Bye. I was double double blessed. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> It was revelation. Oh, anyway, yeah. we just talk about Christian, who we yes! love. Yes, yes, yes. So we are on a pretty women kick. Yes, with right? the pretty women tour, <laughs> we're just bringing all the the cast of pretty women onto the show. We love mm-hmm. to see it. Um, so Christian Brailsford, Jason, am I saying the last name right? I don't yep, want to. You are, yeah. He's, he's the best. I don't want to butcher anything. He really uh, is. He's great. He's great. You know, I feel like we are so lucky with the guests that we have come on 
who mm-hmm. are so open and, and kind and share so much wisdom. He though, like, it's so beautiful to hear people's journeys. Like I was here for listening to him. You guys will hear when, when, when the transition comes on to the interview. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like waking up at 3am, like putting your name on a list, like the, the journey to then, you know, you look at people in their gigs right now and you're like, wow, like, that's so great. Like they're on tour. They're like on Broadway, they're on TV, they're wherever they are. Mm-hmm. But the, the foundation and the journey to get there is so important. And I love his story and his hustle yeah. and he's great. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. there's so much. It's like, I think I saw a meme one, one time that had like, a, um, um, oh my gosh, an iceberg. And it was like the top of the iceberg was like, you know, the, the TV shows and the success and the money. But then underneath the iceberg, I mean, underneath the water versus the best, the rest of the iceberg, right? The big chunk of the iceberg is like the early mornings and the, the rejection and the constant callbacks and the money for headshots. And it's true. There's so the much bank, goes no, into yeah. this. Yeah, and the negative bank account. Like how many this times have I, I overdrawn? <laughs> I overdrew my freaking account. Yeah, um, you know, like, it's just Ooh. all this goes into getting to like that that one break that you can possibly yeah. get, right? And, then, and that yeah. break is different for everybody. You know, not everybody wants to. Like, we were talking to, to Gabby uh, Beans, who was like, you know, she she was very honored to to be Tony nominated, but that wasn't her end goal. Her end goal was to be able to be a working artist every day. So everybody's yeah. journey, everyone's goals are different, but the work yeah. is still there. Jet Dunk is cool. And Sam, I got to say, <laughs> when we recorded this episode, my voice was shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was yeah. like, it was even because me and Sam have a group, like a little Google chat. And I was like, right. And like, I don't think I can say the next question. It's too long for my voice. Like, say it. We don't so, know what happened. It's just like, it just like got him. But you know what, guys? It wasn't COVID, thank God. I, I took a test. I took two tests that day. I was right so after, nervous. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what is going on with me? Right and it was after. both negative. And yeah. So yeah, yeah, I just think maybe I'm just tired. But um, forgive, forgive the voice. Um, it's 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 I mean Samantha liked it and Christian liked it, but it was it was like sexy. <laughs> it was definitely sexy. Yeah. But anyway, so let's tell you guys a little bit about Christian and then enjoy mm-hmm. the episode. Okay. <laughs> Christian Brailsford. Before pursuing his performance career, Christian began his professional music journey as the director of choral activities at Plymouth White Marsh High School in Pennsylvania. He has performed around the world, including in Hong Kong, in Disney's The Lion King as Scar, and additionally, he has performed in Japan, South Korea, China, and Singapore. No big deal. No big deal. Upon returning to the United States, Christian has performed in several off-Broadway musicals, such as Cleopatra, Oratorio for Living Things, and Songs of a Serpent. He recently joined the Broadway national tour of Pretty Woman, where he's ecstatic to be playing the role of David Morris and understudying the role of Happy Man and Alfredo. And Christian's so nice, he wrote that he's excited for the opportunity to share his story on survival jobs with Samantha and Jason. Hey. And the cool thing is the tour, I didn't realize the tour was so long. It, it's literally going into 2023. Yeah. So right now they're in LA, right, until July 3rd. I just hit yeah. the mic, so I'm going to say it again. They're in on tour until July 3rd in LA. And then yeah. they're going, you know, to other places in California and to Arizona and to Oklahoma. So, like, check it out. Look at the website. We'll put it inside our yeah. show notes. And go check them the out. The show's if you're so great. Listening. Yeah, it is. It's fantastic. And Can I do a quick sidebar? Our past guest, mm-hmm. Chris Caffaro, wasn't his name in inventing Anna David Morse? David Morse, yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> and now we have Christian playing David Morse. Yeah. Is that the exact same? Then we had name? we had Chris Manuel also. Let's say a lot of Chris and Chris. It's all connected, <laughs> and we don't even connected. do this on person. It just happens to yeah. the universe. I don't know what they're trying to do. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. Stay strong, people. Resist. Hopefully everything's going to be okay. We're all going to get through this life together. And thank God we have art. Thank God for art. Enjoy this episode, y'all. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Hi, Christian. Hi. How are you? You know what? We're doing it. We're doing the thing. It's hot summertime. We're here. We're happy to have you. We can't wait to chat with you. Yeah. We're surviving. We're surviving, Uh right, Jay? Well, we're trying. If you guys hear my voice, (laughs) I sound terrible, but we're trying. Mm -hmm. You know what, Jason? The show must go on, and I'm proud of you for showing up. 
Of course. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think it's a vibe. Thank you. Thank you. I'm channeling so... my inner, like Fantasia, like somebody from my happy voice. Yeah. A little bit of that Macy Gray. A little bit of Macy Gray. Macy Gray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I try to say goodbye and not choke. I choke. Whoa. <laughs> I stumble. Yes. Oh, wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. Oh, my gosh. So thank you for joining us. We know you're on tour with a super busy schedule. So carving mm -hmm. out some time is major. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's a very busy schedule, but this is going to be fun. So let's do it. And you let's guys are go. in LA right now, right? Yeah, we're in Los Angeles. It's incredibly sunny, like every day. I'm not it's rubbing beautiful. it in. I'm just I'm very <laughs> happy that, yeah, that's this is the weather and this is uh, what it is. We're at the Dolby Theater as well, too, so... Where they host amazing. the Oscars. So amazing. Cool. That's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, we're pretty woman is set. Exactly. Yeah. So like, you know, when the first words of welcome to Hollywood are spoken, it like it just hits different being in Hollywood, you know. Wow. It's that's really dope. cool. That's amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. So that. let's just jump right in and talk about what we're okay. here. Huh? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, let's Survival do it. Survival jobs. Mm. I have the first one. Mm. So do you have a survival job? This sounds really bad. Samantha, you take it. No, you sound good. All right, okay, I'm good. happy to take it. But you could take it, take it. You sound fierce. Okay. Own it, Macy. Do you have a, fa <laughs> do you have a favorite <laughs> survival job that impacted your career positively? Yeah, yeah. I mean, anyone who knows me knows that I've had about 97 jobs and like that. Is yeah, no, 97. I had so many jobs and that is no cap. Like, you know what the <laughs> people say, no cap. I had so many jobs. Like I do, I've done everything from I was a high school choir director um, for about four or five years before I started this career and moved into this career. And then from there, like a lot of the other survival jobs came into place, bartender, uh, caterer, um, a dog walker, wedding singer. I mean, oh, wow. tutor, a uh, voice teacher, guitar teacher. There's so many different things just to kind of, you know, make a little bit of extra money. But I would say probably the first job that I ever had was as a caddy. And that oh, okay. taught me so much. Yeah, yeah. Like I had like a wildlife. Um, wow. But yeah, my first job was as, as a caddy when I was 11 years old. It taught me a lot of things. It taught me uh, just like professionalism and empathy. Um, for one, like when you get that job, uh, you meet so many different people. Like there's like a hundred caddies who all file into this big caddy shack and we're just talking and telling stories. And that particular country club that I was working at, there was like no background checks. So people like like very colorful backgrounds were, were working there. And I heard some of the most amazing and intriguing stories. And you know, these people that I might've possibly judged, I like had empathy for and empathy started to grow. And I just wanted to hear the stories, which goes into acting of like, not judging your character, but just like asking yourself the question, like under what circumstances would I you know, behave and act in, in that type of way. And I, I just thought it was really cool. And then like the people's mannerisms and the way they would walk in, I'm like, oh my God, that's like, that's good. I could use that for like one of my roles or one of my, one of my characters, you know? So that's that, cool. yeah. And then like the attention to detail that you need when you're a caddy is another thing that I think is important. Like you have to know like the wind direction and like the distance to the front of the pin and the middle of the green and the back of the green and like the undulation of the slope and like all these things that kind of set yourself apart. So like I took that attention to detail and put that into like the singing and the acting and that whole world. So I could go that's down amazing. a rabbit hole with a lot of these different jobs, but that's just one that comes to mind. That's amazing. So, so can I was 11 when I started working there. Yeah. Wait. What? It's kind of legal. Wait, I was like, wait, is that legal? Okay. <laughs> it. Guys, don't tell on the golf club. Even though okay? we already said it, it's okay. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Okay, so that that's something that you can look back and say like, hey, that's super great and it helped me be where I am. But do you have a bad survival job story, something that you're like, that was shocking, and I can never do that again. <laughs> blacklisted, blacklisted, never going back. Oh, man. Um, I've had so many different jobs. I would say none of them were, like, awful, awful, but I've had some where I was like, yeah, this will be my last day. You know? <laughs> yeah. This will be my last day, like, when it comes to, like, uh, when it comes to pay, when it comes to that type of thing. Because, you know, if you live in New York City, you need to have a, 
a livable wage. You know, you got this thing called rent and you got all these ex- expenses that just come out of nowhere. And so I was like, oh, yeah. oh, I'm getting I'm not getting paid the money that I should get, get paid. Um, and just uh, standing up for yourself and asking uh, for what you need. And if they're not willing to do that, then, you know, just going someplace else where you're going to be valued uh, and appreciated. I feel like that was one of the first and like the quickest lessons I learned when I moved to New York City. I moved to New York City actually later. I moved to New York City when I was uh, 28, actually. So I taught for about five years and I I lived abroad in Hong Kong. And then I came back to the States. And then that's when I started to, you know, hit the pavement and really, really like audition and find representation and it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long road, but I'm so grateful. I don't regret any of the uh, experiences that I've had, even if they've been like negative in any sense of the word. That's a really beautiful way to look at it because every experience we have, you know, sort of shapes us and informs like future decisions and future jobs and future gigs, all of it. So mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. looking back on something, you mean like, actually f that i'm never doing uh-huh. that again and you're like okay. <laughs> it's so hard to do when you have like a yes. shitty experience excuse so me to true. be like okay i can look at this and like take the lessons i learned instead of like being so negative about it it's hard uh-huh. to do guys it's not easy no it's not it's not you know and especially too i have friends who are like enablers they're like oh what did they say to you you know what i mean and they're like you know they're like put they'll add fuel to the fire i'm like yeah i am mad i am mad you know i'm gonna you know um, so just like finding once again, just the way to ground yourself and just to, uh, tell yourself like, you know, your worth and your value and just, you know, not entertaining any energy that, uh, would try to tell you anything contrary to that. hundred percent. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. Jason, okay. how's the voice feeling? Oh man. It's, it's, it's happening. Something's happening. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're good. I just didn't Some know if you want me to out. jump in. <laughs> Um, so we did a little bit of research and found out that she grew up in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, singing in the church, Salem Uh Baptist Church. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the church. Can you share how old you were when you started singing and when you found out that you wanted to pursue this professionally? Wow. Yeah. I was just (laughs) thinking about this. I was talking to my mother about this, uh, this morning, as a matter of fact, because she just came oh, wow. from Salem. So it's shout been a church out. that I've been going to. Yeah, shout out yeah, to mom. Shout out to your mom. Looking beautiful as ever, you know? Yeah, so queen. yeah, Perfect. She, uh, that's the queen. That's the queen. And uh, so I was just talking to her about um, Salem and like she just came from church. And um, that was where I got my start in like music and singing and playing instruments. I played drums. I was a little drummer boy um, right before I had my first solo and had my, my bow tie and my dress shirt. Yes. And everything. Got the pictures and everything. Um, but then, um, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) I think it wasn't until I was 16, actually, that I discovered that I could sing. I always wanted to be able to sing and I couldn't really sing that well. And people were like, that's not true. I was like, no, I really couldn't. So, um, back when I was in fifth grade, there was a talent show and there was this girl that was in my class that I was like in love with. I was like, man, if I could just sing, if I could just get up there and just sing this song, she'll fall in love with me. And it's just going to be, everything's going to be great. And so there was a, um, an artist named Tyrese who was like really popular at the time. Man, I'm really showing my age right now. Um, <laughs> and, and no, we know Tyrese. We know Baby Boy. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I love, I love don't know Tyrese. You don't know Tyrese? Come on, sweet lady. I'm sorry. Lady. That was the song. Sing, sing a little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, it's sweet earlier in LA. Yes. Don't you be mine, sweet love for a lifetime, I'll be there. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun yes. Did she fall in love with you? Because maybe I just did. Well, the thing okay. is, is that I did not sing it the way I sung it just now. And I was, I was really convinced I was singing the song. I was committed to it. And then I, I looked right at her. And then she was just like, and then just looked away. Oh, and I was just heartbroken. No. Yeah. So I was like, man, what what's going on? And so from there, I just like, I, just, I really didn't want to sing. I got a couple solos at my church and I was just like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then it wasn't until like 10th grade that like my choir director, he convinced me to sing at my church. And I sung the song called, called I Need You Now. And then like everyone went crazy. And I thought they were like pranking me. I was like, there's no way they enjoy this. And oh that was the moment. That was the moment where I really started to like develop confidence in my voice 
And then I started taking voice lessons. I took a voice class at my school. And then my voice teacher was like, have you considered majoring in music? You could major in music at college. I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. I was going to go to school for business finance. And then um, that's where everything started to take off. And like the church is really what like gave me the confidence to sing in front of a lot of people. If it wasn't for church and like their encouragement, then I don't think that I would be doing this right now. I love that so much. That's yeah. so good. Shout yeah. out to the girl, though. Shout out to that girl from sixth grade. Uh, what grade? Yeah. <laughs> shout out to her. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to her because she was like, you know what? You know, you got some work. <laughs> <laughs> I, came, I came back. I came back stronger. That's so, so yeah. good. You showed her. Yeah. That you showed her. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out to you, girlfriend. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about how you sort of, how you sort of, how you did perform all over Asia on cruise lines, playing mm -hmm. Scar uh, in Disney Hong Kong as well. Uh, can you share what the experience is like to travel, to have the opportunity to travel and perform, especially perform something so iconic and well known as Lion King? Yeah, yeah. I would say it was a. Uh... It was so eye-opening for me because when I was a teacher, I knew like, you know, what my future was going to look like uh, in 10 years time, where I was going to be, what I was going to be making and all that type of stuff. I could kind of see it. I could see it very, very clearly. Um, and, and forgive me, but that's for me, um, I kind of like the uh, things that are like not set in stone or like things that are not like at, I, I wanted. I like the uncertainty of being an actor. I don't. I don't know. So like, I was like, you know what? This is a scary thing to do to, to quit my job and to go after something that I know that I really am supposed to be doing. Um, and when I quit my job, I just had so much peace um, in a really, really weird way. I was like, because I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I traveled and I was just like, wow, like if I hadn't done this, I wouldn't be here right now. So I'm here in Hong Kong and I'm performing. And um, that role was just so much fun, like to play Scar, um, for, like so many people. Um, on a daily basis to scare them, but then also at the same time, like, cause I'm a villain, you know what I mean? But also at the same <laughs> yeah. time to Scar like- Scar is scary, by the way. Scar. Especially yeah. Scar live, like no. He's so iconic. He's so uh -huh. iconic. I saw Lion King, sorry to totally no, interrupt your thought. I went and saw Lion King when Broadway was reback, re coming back. Mm -hmm. I was legit scared. I'm like, yeah. this is not a joke. I don't know. Yeah. This is not for kids. I'm scared at 31 years old. Okay. Yeah. Scar, <laughs> he says what he means. He means what he says. Like Scar is just, yes. you know, you know we... and the hyenas get behind him. Go ahead. Yes. The hyenas say... get behind him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we also say he's like a queer, a queer, like coded icon for Pride Month? Uh huh. We'll say. Yes. So shout out to that. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. For sure. For sure. For sure. It, it's just like it's so it's so great, and I think that like Scar is a, a character that is uh, misunderstood. We just think of him as being mean, and but you know, Scar just wants to be loved. Scar, Scar, Scar needs love and understanding from the people um, surrounded, um, surrounded by him. So um, that's one thing that I learned. It's just it comes back to empathy. It just comes back to just like just hearing people's stories and not being so quick to just judge or label um, and yeah. just hearing them out. Hearing them out. That's okay, amazing. not judging your character. Good job. Hey. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, so I, we're going kind of out of order here, but I want to take it back when you were talking about that I moved to New York, getting representation, doing all that. So can you talk a little bit about what that process was like? You know, I don't want to say like 28 is a leader, but like mm -hmm. compared to like these kids, kids, it's true. Kids yeah. coming straight yeah. from college, like going in hard. Um, so yeah, if you could just break that down a little, our listeners would be appreciative. And so yeah. would we. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to uh, just speak to that, you know, because I think that there's this uh, stigma or this like this this uh, feeling that if uh, you don't start auditioning, hit the ground running at a certain age when you're younger in college, right out of college, then like you're missing and you're making, and you're, you're losing time. But, you know, I know that I was uh, listening to um, I think an interview with Samuel Jackson and he was doing a play on Broadway with Denzel Washington and Denzel Washington books St. Elsewhere. And then someone else from um, that same play book something else. And so he's like, man, what's going on? Like, you know, they're booking all these things and what's going on with me. And it's like the, uh, the realization that you're in the right place, but it's just not your time just yet. And that's okay. Yes. It's taking the time to, to build up your skill set. And to take class and to be proactive, even in the, fit, the midst of maybe you not getting the auditions that you want, or maybe not having the representations, being proactive, like what uh, Billy Porter was talking about, setting up plays in his living room. 
I think that yes. is like just absolutely, absolutely genius. So like um, it started off even before um, I did Lion King. So like uh, that was like my first audition. And I remember I would come up, I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning in Philadelphia. I was still living in Philly. And then I would like catch, uh, drive the car to the train station, catch the regional rail to get down to 30th Street Station to catch a 5 a.m. or 5.30 bus up to New York no. to, sign up my, to sign my name up on an unofficial list by 7.30 no. to be first on the list, just to hope to be seen. To hope, yeah, literally and, cross your fingers to be seen. Yeah, just to hope to be seen. And a lot of times that wouldn't even happen. A lot of times you wouldn't even be seen wow. or the list would be flipped and then your name would, would was first is now last. And like, no, no, that my name is at the front, those types of things. And like a lot of things that are outside of your control but just trusting that like, you know, the more that you do it and the more that you uh, speak to yourself and manifest it in a way where like, this is a sure thing. This is what I've set my myself on doing. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. So like, you know, um, before you knew it, I, I got a good audition and I, uh, I booked uh, the USO, the show True. And from there, I was able just to meet so many, many great people who connected me with um, opportunities to be seen before agents and managers. And before you know it, I was able to get a manager and then things started to hit the ground running. So, yeah, yeah. So I would just say just, you know, anyone who's out there who is uh, looking for representation or feels like they're just kind of like uh, stuck, um, just just do not give up. Do not give up. We are our own yeah. best advocates. So whatever you need to do in the morning to ground yourself or um, to tell yourself who you are, just, just do not give up. You know, mm -hmm. if this is what you want to do. Up. Yeah, it's yeah, it's written in it's written in the stars for you. Do it. That's so beautiful. Also, major shout out to you. Like even living in the city, I couldn't get up in time to go to those open <laughs> calls to put my name on the list. And you were straight up coming from Philly. Like that is that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, just bring that energy of like I'm gonna be yeah. seen. Damn it, I woke up at three a.m. See me, you know. So yeah. it's like. Yeah, and how tough, like, it's, it's, it's such a crazy business we're in because you wake up so early, now you're so tired, then if you're not acting, you're on the list, you're not going to get seen until the end of the day. So now you're up right. from 3 a.m., you're not going to get seen until close to 5, and then you need to be, like, awake and give your best uh -huh. performance. And, like, it's I tough. Know. But you know I what? Know. That's the business, baby. That's the business. Yeah, so we That's signed up business, for baby. literally. Unfortunately. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's talk about Pretty Woman. Okay. You're currently on the national tour, yes. and happy man. Uh -huh. um, can you share what the audition was like for that? How that comes to you? Because it came during the pandemic, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's funny, like I was just talking about Salem Baptist Church and like that full circle moment of, uh, for one, finding my agent at Salem Baptist Church, singing for one of my best friend's weddings, um, really? Tamar uh, Green, who's uh, playing George Washington. Um, oh, wow. and Hamilton, Hamilton and Lindsay yeah. Robert, yeah, and Lindsay Roberts, who's in Phantom of the Opera. I sung for the wedding, and I met um, their agent, and yeah, we just like you know struck up a really, really great conversation and a great relationship, and then I uh, was able to be represented by them. And then um, there was an audition that was sent my way, and I sent in my information um, and my uh, my songs and my dances over to uh, to Pretty Woman Casting. And then I got a call back while I was actually at church, singing at church. And uh, it was like the next day, final call back. And I came in and I was so nervous. I was, you know, because as much as you prepare, it's just like, oof, it's Jerry Mitchell right there. Yeah. You know, like he's yeah. in the room. Um, it's just your, your nerves can sometimes get the best of you. But I just reminded myself that I'm here for a reason. You know, like they selected me for a reason. They want to see me and they want to see me succeed, you know. And uh, so I just came into the room and I sung my song and um, full circle moment about singing my song. As a matter of fact, uh, my grandfather had uh, passed away about three or four months prior to that. And I dedicated a song to him. And the song that I dedicated to my grandfather was the song that I decided to sing for the final callback. And wow. um, I just felt like just so I felt just his presence in the room and it just felt so strong and tangible. So by the time I ended the song, I was just, you know, and it, it was a really, really beautiful moment. So like at, from that moment, I realized that whether I booked the show or not, I just gave what I could give in that moment. And I was just there for that. And the very, very next day I got a call from my agent and he was like, uh, are you sitting down? And, I like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, uh share the news and i like i i ran out of my apartment and i was like running down the street and i was screaming and because it's just like 
we worked so hard uh, for this, you know, and like I, I just thought back in that moment to, yeah, to those to waking up at three o'clock in the morning and just like mm-hmm. hoping to be seen to like finally getting that opportunity to do something like this, wow. you know? So there were a lot of tears, a lot of tears, yeah. a lot of screaming and a lot of crying and laughing and everything. Oh, that's so beautiful. And also I want to say, love how we're sort of like tying everything back into church. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Where it all began. And then it's all, and then it's all connected. Foundation, Mm -hmm. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Foundation. Foundation, Uh Um, Uh I want to talk about being an understudy. So we've had a, we've had a lot of guests on that are understudy, standby, swings, et cetera. But we, Mm think that, you know, we feel like a lot of people don't understand what that means, right? So can you describe mm-hmm. a little bit about what that means for our listeners uh, and what the rehearsal process is like for an understudy? And then also, do you perform in the ensemble when you're not covering a role? Exactly. Yeah. So like my role is uh, David Morse. And so for my role, I have understudies who would go on for me if I don't perform. And so that's my day-to-day, eight-show-a-week role. Um, But then in the event that one of the principals, um, Happy Man or Alfredo, uh, were to call out sick or whatever whatever reason it is, I would have to uh, to step in at a moment's notice. You know, sometimes that could be like two hours before the show. Sometimes they might let you know the night before and you just have to be ready to go, you know, and just do it, go on stage and perform and just trust that everything that you know, everything that you've rehearsed, everything that you've prepared, it's just going to come out and it's going to be beautiful. It's in your body. It's in your body. Yeah, that is just, it's in your body and you're, and you're ready to go. So the uh, rehearsal process for that is, uh, is great. Um, we will rehearse um, during the day, you know, when, however much time we need, you know, you just like, you know, uh, you can request it or uh, they schedule it, they put it into the schedule. But um, yeah, we'll rehearse and uh, rehearse with some of the other uh, understudies as well, too. And just to get like that practice and then eventually um, once we've uh, practiced enough, then we'll have a put in with the entire cast and the lighting and the costumes and everything like that. And then from there, we, uh, you know, go on stage and, and we do our thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. That is exciting. I also <laughs> love how like you're an understudy, but then you also have understudies. It's just like everybody's got to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got to be prepared because you never know. <laughs> yeah. What's the yes. shortest notice that you've received on tour being like, oh, you have to go on for this role? Um, this Well, this is actually my first tour and I have not gone on for uh, Happy Man or Alfredo just yet, but um, it's coming up. I'm coming up soon. But um, what I've observed, I mean, like this sometimes, you know, two hours before, you know, wow. somebody, you know, and uh, it's just like, it's the deep breath. It's the, okay, let's do it. We're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it. I can never yeah. do that. I can never. Yes, you like, could, Jay. I don't know. That's too much. That's too much pressure. <laughs> I think anxiety just listening. <laughs> mm, yeah. And then the swings, too. Shout out to the swings as well, too. You know, Shout we just out to the swings. have so much um, to, to know that someone might know like seven or eight tracks. And, you know, somebody can't continue with the show. They'll step in the top mm-hmm. of the second act to re- resume. Or they might split track. Well, they right. might do like one role for like the first act and another role for the second actor, wow. you know, so they, you know, it's like, it's a superpower. It's a superpower to do that. It really is. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. the tour, the tour has been all over the East Coast and, uh-huh. you know, again, to perform in all these incredible theaters. You're currently in LA, till July 3rd. Um, we saw a picture of opening night, how incredible that was. Oh, What's yeah. been your favorite city? And what's the city you're most looking forward to for the next part of the tour? Yeah, yeah. Um, for me, there was there were a bunch of like moments. Like my first city that I did my debut was like Charlotte. And like I have yes. family in North Carolina, and it's just something about something in the water. Like um the the audience was just so receptive and just like so loving and appreciative of uh, what we were doing and what we were giving on stage. And then that was just my debut city. So I think it was just like uh super emotional. For me, like the first time, like set stage on like a Broadway stage. I loved Charlotte. I loved the food. I loved uh, the music. I loved the first day that we were there was a John Mayer concert. And like everyone was just, it was just, it was just electric, electric. Um, I also love, yeah, yeah, exactly. Me too, me too. I loved, um, I loved Hartford, Connecticut. 
Hartford, Connecticut was a lot of fun. Shout out to Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> that was, uh, was a great time. <laughs> home state, yeah. And my family got a chance to come out and see see me there. And then, oh, um, of nice. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a surprise. It was a, it was a really, really nice surprise. And then I would also say Los Angeles as well, too. Los Angeles, where I'm at right now. Um, just like with it being so sunny, performing at the Dolby. Um, and just like you're bringing to life the things that we talk about on stage. We imagine they can go outside and actually see it. You know, it's like this is... This is Los Angeles. This is uh, this is Hollywood. Yeah. So yeah, the culture, the music here as well too, and like we're we're still here for like another week or so. So can't yeah. wait to experience uh, uh more of that. We're having so much fun. Yeah, I love LA. Have you hiked Runyon? Uh, yeah, like I a- have. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I know. Yeah, going there, going to the going to the uh, yeah Griffith and like Getty Center and like yeah. hiking to the Hollywood sign. Yeah. They said just don't do it at night though. You know, so don't don't hike yeah, at night. Scorpions. You know? And coyotes, and coyotes, yeah. Let me tell you, they glow in the dark. I ha- what? They glow in the dark. You said I- the scorpions. Yeah, my friend was oh, like, wow. no. I was there. He's like, let's do a night a night um hike, and I was like, okay. And then I googled it, and I'm like, okay, no, thank you. <laughs> You're like, I'm good on the scorpions. Totally the scorpions. Black people don't be hiking at night. Sorry. No, we don't do that. No mountain lions. No coyotes. You know, don't have me. No, I I started having like a little panic last time I did Runyon, like last month I was there. And I was like, are mount, like mountain lions here or like, yes. are there creatures going to come get me? Probably. Yeah. Scary. <laughs> scary. <laughs> scary. So scary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So you, you've manifested, you know, things to happen. You've worked hard. You've been up at 3 a.m. You've been hitting the ground running and now you've landed at this great gig uh, for the future, do you have a dream job, a dream collaboration, someone you're like, I have to work with this person? What is in the future for you in dreamland? Yeah, yeah. I've always, I mean, I'm always dreaming. I'm always just like thinking like, what about this? Or like, what about this? And like, I think my mom, she's just taught me just to stay curious. You know, like curiosity is just like something that I've always like just wanted. I kept at uh, the top of my list. So I would say like for uh, for acting, like I would love to, I would love to, uh, my, I've always loved uh, Jeffrey Wright as an actor. I've always loved uh, like Jonathan. He's incredible. Yeah, I love uh, mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors who, been like oh lucky enough to meet and like talk to i really? just love the work that he yeah yeah we auditioned um together um uh one year uh for school as a matter of fact and like i like and he's he's wow. just uh, just an awesome an awesome person i love him love craft country right what a great yeah. what a great show what a great show so like just to be able to work with like people like like them um would be like a dream um in television and film um also like you know on the broadway stage there's so many shows that are out right now and shows that are in the works that I would love to to be a part of um, on the Broadway stage, and then in, also in music as well too. Like, there's so many great uh, musicians. Like, I'm like my idol. Like, I love Pharrell Williams. Like, to one day yeah. to be able just to be on a track with Pharrell or uh, people people like him. Yeah, let's manifest it. Let's manifest it right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be I'm that serious. would be awesome. I love that for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe Tyrese. Yes. <laughs> I'm bringing it all back. You keep circling back. Bringing it back yeah. to the beginning, baby. I found some videos of you singing Get Lucky. And I was like, yes, you're killing Oh, it. nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm a sleuth. Research. I'm a sleuth. Yeah, we do. We know what we're doing when we come in, you know? Yeah. Another yeah, vibe. Yeah. That was back during the uh, the wedding the wedding singer days. And I still sing for weddings and stuff like that in New York City. But that's like right when I kind of got my start and doing that and like that just kind of kind of gave me that performance itch i'm like oh my god this is fun mm. you know and seeing like you know what you're able to give to the audience and how they respond back to it and just like by the end of the night they're just like oh like i never had this much fun in yeah. years i want to keep dancing you see people come up out them hills and you know that's yes. that's <laughs> that's fun yeah that's so good uh-huh yeah oh my gosh Okay, got it. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so we ha- we're gonna wrap up soon. We have one more fun question, and then sure. I don't I don't know if we gave you a heads up, but we oh well, you're a listener, so maybe you know. We always like to end the show with a game just to keep it back to light and Ooh, fun nice. times. Some sometimes we get deep, you know, because we have to, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we like to mm-hmm. keep it keep it light. Um, yeah. 
And we always like to bring it back to survival jobs. So on okay. season one of uh, survival jobs, we had a guest say that if he wasn't able to be artistic anymore or have any sort of career in the arts, he could go back to being a career server. And he genuinely feels like he could wow. be happy doing that. Yeah. Is there a survival job? Whatever a survival job means to you that you could go back to and say, hey, like, I could do this and I'm I'm good. This well, you know, if the, me. yeah, if I could not um, perform on stage or like acting behind camera or sing, I would love to be a paleontologist or like a zoologist. Whoa. Always, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've always loved dinosaurs. Like I would draw dinosaurs Same. when I was little, like velociraptors and brachiosauruses. Oh and like God. I was just obsessed with like all of that. So like just to be able to discover like dinosaur fossils and like to to think about like, you know, when in history that was and like, yeah. I just think that would be really, really cool. And then on top of that, I just love animals too. So like anything David Attenborough, like at the end, at night, I just, I go crazy. I'm like, I'm, I'm at, I'm looking at the screen, like, you know, like I'm so, <laughs> I'm so oh, excited about animals. Yeah. The Amazon oh, rainforest and like jaguars and tigers and like, like that's that really, really gets me excited. Like animals um period so if i could not perform which would be a sad day would be really sad day i would love to do that that would definitely bring me like so you much you could sing with the mountain lions and the coyotes hey you know what <laughs> not that but and the scorpion that's <laughs> a first that's a uh -huh. first time we've gotten that answer so congrats oh, nice. okay yes, yes survival jobs history <laughs> that's cool go. <laughs> yeah, you're amazing. And you speak with such wisdom and, and, and your advice and your experiences, I think are so beneficial to our listeners. So thank you for sharing everything you shared with us That's, today. Thank you're you. awesome. Thank you for having me. I, I hope that you. when you're back in New York, we can all hang out yeah. in real life. I would love that. Yeah. We would love would it. We love, love it. We love it. Cause you know, we spend time with our guests and then we're Jason and I also get so inspired and we're like, we need to meet these people in real life. With that same enthusiasm. <laughs> I get that high pitch. No, but it's like, Thank you. like you, know, you see people and you see what they're doing. You admire them so much. You're like, Oh my gosh, I want to, I want to be like that. You know, I want to be like you. So. Mm. Yeah, you know, honestly, like that's what like inspired me to do what I do is like looking up to people, you know, when I was younger who like did exactly what I'm I'm doing right now. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is possible. I can actually do this. Like, you know, seeing people perform on stage or like, you know, uh, drop a, an album and like see them perform at their album release party. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, how'd you do this? Just asking them questions and like, you know, getting a peek into like behind the curtain as to like, you know, what causes all this to happen. You know, and yeah. seeing like how excited they are about it makes me excited. That's so cool. Love yeah. that. So, as we said, we love to end the show with a game. <laughs> and since you are from Philly, we're gonna play a game called Home State Heroes. And okay. can you tell us which of these celebs were born in Pennsylvania? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. True or false? It's gonna be okay. true or false. Okay, okay. True or false? Pressure, pressure, pressure. All right. Are you ready? Out. Are you ready? Uh, yes, yes. Some, some guests get really competitive, so if you need to take a minute to get ready, that's fine. Bring it in. <laughs> Bring it all in. All right, all right, all right. Okay, true or false? Right. Was this celebrity born in Pennsylvania? Taylor Swift. Yes. Correct. She was born in West Reading? Is this how you say it? Reading. Oh, West Reading, uh, Reading, Reading, West Reading. How, how embarrassing. <laughs> it's, it looks like Reading. It looks like Reading. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Reading. <laughs> but that's silly because we have a Reading, Connecticut, so you would think I would know. I don't think it's, I think it's spelled R-E-D-D-I-N-G. Thank I you, Jason. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> okay, true or false? Bruno Mars. False. False, right. right. Hawaii, Honolulu. Yes, yes. And I love Bruno Mars. I want to see him so bad. That resonates. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I had friends go Ooh. see him and they were like dying. It was amazing. Yeah. Okay. True or false? Richard Gere. Oh, that's true. Yes, baby yes. Billy. That's absolutely true. Yeah, that would that would not be good. I'm in the I'm in pretty woman. <laughs> that's I what I was gonna say. Bring it all Richard back. Richard from. <laughs> Uh -huh. We keep tying everything. Everything is connecting and circling back in this episode. I love it. Yeah. 
Pink, the singer. Oh, true. Yep. yep. She's from Doylestown. That's Doylestown, yeah. Yeah, and I love I love Pink's music. Pink yeah. is a powerhouse. <laughs> You're killing it. Okay. Yes, next. four for four. Let's go. Four for four. Next, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts. Oh, ooh, oh my God. That's going to be false. Correct. <laughs> she was born in Georgia. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Smart. Got that southern charm, that southern charm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Will Smith. Oh, yeah, Philadelphia. True. Yes. Of course. Mm-hmm. Next, Christina Aguilera. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I'm going to say false. Correct. Are yes. you doing it? She was born in Staten Island. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in Lexford. Yeah, kind of close to Philadelphia, but I wasn't. Yeah, I'm happy I said false. <laughs> wow, you are killing it. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Heather Headley. Heather Headley. Oh, man. Heather Headley, true, from the Philadelphia area. False. Ah! Oh. Trinidad and Tobago. No! <laughs> it's all right. You were. It's okay. You, you still have time to keep it going. Okay, true or false? Jill Scott. Jill Scott from Philadelphia. True. Oh. Yes. Correct. Um, Tina Fey. Tina Fey from Philadelphia. True. Boom! Upper, upper Darby. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And last but not least, Adam Pascal. Okay. Adam Pascal. Adam Pascal, false. Correct. Yes. He's from the Bronx. Uh-huh. Yes. Honestly, All right. That was like... <laughs> not bad. No, that's <laughs> Like, not to throw shade at our other guys, but that's been one of the best games we've had in a while. Yes. I'm happy. Wow. I'm happy I could do it justice. Yes. Man, good job. pressure, man. Am I sweating a little bit? I mean, I was I sweating am. before. I mean, it's warm. <laughs> Something happened that made me sweat. I can't remember. This forehead is shiny from this ring light. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, so thank fun. you so much. This was amazing. Yes. yes you are I had a so great time. Cool. Oh, good. Thank Thanks you. So Thanks much. for the opportunity. Of no, course. We're this. so happy to have you on. And, and, and again, we are always so appreciative when people choose to spend time with us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Let you, us know. You. Can you tell everyone where the tour is going next after LA? Yeah, and, for and, sure. And, and you're on tour through September, 2023. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to continue to, to go. Um, so we're here until in Los Angeles until July 3rd. And then we go to Costa Mesa. We're in Costa Mesa for two weeks. So come and see oh us there. Uh, we'll also be in Tucson, Arizona. And uh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so I can't I can't wait. We're going to have so much fun out there. So if you're in that area, if you're in that yeah. area, then come on through. Come on through. Come Show on some through. Love. Colorado, Denver. Yeah, Denver, Colorado, Oklahoma City, yeah. Tulsa. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We have Amazing. some really, really great stops coming up. We'll put the link in our show notes. Okay. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And can you tell us where people can find you if they're fans of you now? Oh, they sure. Support you, follow you. Yeah, yeah. You can follow me at Christian Brailsford on Instagram. Um, and, you know, show some support by uh, coming on out to Pretty Woman as well, too. Yes. And if you're tuning in because you're a Christian fan, as you should be, and this is your first time checking us out, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Survival Jobs Pod. Shoot us an email at Survival Jobs Podcast at gmail.com. Follow Jason. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. You were giving me hands. No, oh, yours, it's going to be here. I'm like, are you telling me to say something different? Because I'm not following. Um, shoot us an email let us know if you want anyone to come on the show uh we can try to get them follow jason at jason a coombs on all of the things and i am sammy tuts and follow christian and listen yes. to the voicing because wow the notes the, the yeah. tone the voice it's velvet those vocals to, baby you have to come back when i have a full voice i would love to come back Yes. I'd love to come back on again, and we got to hang out in New York as well, too. Yeah, hit us up Let's when you're around, and we would love to yeah. meet you. I would love We would love to meet you IRL. I hate when All I right. do that. How stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb, but I no, do it no. anyway. It's great. <laughs> All right, have a great Thanks, day, everybody. Christian. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.